Gonna All say right. that methane far away. <laughs> so this is the segment we're recording about character sheets, and just to punish Matt for singing about methane, I'm putting it in there. That's a lie. <laughs> All right, so that's a lie. Welcome to the Miskatonic Region, a newbie-friendly Mage the Awakening podcast set in a world that is an homage to the works of H.P. Lovecraft. This is Chapter Zero, a behind-the-scenes introduction to Morpheus, a character built and played by M.R.M. Dubois. So, uh, character sheets, uh, this is Morpheus, right? Yes. Okay, so I started Siz off by demanding that he tell me Morpheus's name and Morpheus's true name. And uh, mm-hmm. we explained to the we explained to the past, but I, so I'll try and keep it super truncated here because if you want to hear a lot of the details about how this stuff works, then we'll go over the character sheet in a future episode of uh, of Chapter Zero. So your true name is the name you were born with, the name that you built your connection to emotionally. Over yeah, your although life. it would be more accurate to say it's not a true name; it's a sympathetic name. Oh, did they change it from true to sympathetic in second edition? Yeah. And the reason is because they didn't want people to feel like they're locked into a name that they no longer identify with. It technically you are still locked into it, but it doesn't make it any more true than right. No, that's any fair. other facet. Yeah, because there's a lot of reasons you might change your name, yep. and uh, that makes sense. Yep. Yep. Okay. So it's so your sympathetic name is actually uh, one more cage in the bar, or one more bar in the cage of the lie. Okay. Uh, so the lie being that magic isn't real and that the fallen mortal world we are a part of is all there is. Yep. Yep. Uh, I got it, it, dude. I gotta. It's so hard for me to run these podcasts because I've been playing mage for so long that I have become so steeped in the jargon and the philosophy of mage that every 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 other sentence out of my face, I'm like, oh shit! People who are new aren't gonna know what that is. I have to explain. All right. Yeah. So, what is your character's sympathetic name? His name is Jack Morris. Jack Morris. Where was he? Where was he born? He was born in the Miskatonic region. Okay. Actually, you, uh, actually, you know what? We'll talk about that backstory stuff in the actual. That'll we'll we'll play that out. That's right, right, Matt. I'm gonna sounds good. I'm gonna play out you being born a newborn child. I'm gonna play baby to death. <laughs> he was born. He did things. He died. End of campaign. Um, all right, so Jack Morris also goes by the name of, shadow name being? Morpheus. Okay, so what is Morpheus to you and him? What is the symbolism of that name? Um, Morpheus is a god of dreams, but he's also a sort of mercenary messenger of the gods. Okay. He, and... It's not necessarily something that he's super attached to as much as it is that as far as what he's doing with his life right now, it seems to make sense. Right. He delivers messages to people late at night on the radio. Okay. Uh, and like I had mentioned in the previous episode, this is introducing his character sheet. Uh, your shadow name, you eventually, you and your shadow name eventually like drift toward each other symbolically and like you you begin to embody it as time goes by whether that's just if you're doing it right anyway yeah i mean i mean if you're not bad at magic like well you could be good at magic and simply be doing magic that doesn't make any sense with your shadow name and therefore you know maintaining some level of distance from it oh okay uh so well okay so uh tell me about his general uh okay what path is he Mastigos. Okay, so the path uh, it of ex- scourging. The path of the scourging. Here, I'm gonna pass this one off to you. 
in in the previous episode, we said he was morose, and I, all I did was sum, sum them up by saying that they are seen as necromancers or alchemists. But what I want you to do, because you know this better than I do, is I want you to explain what uh, morose is in loose, simple terms. Like, give me a couple sentences that kind of capture the themes of morose, and then also to contrast what the themes of Mastigos are. Uh, so, do you want what a morose... Well, okay, so the themes of morose are change transformation transition and endings uh they tend to see things move from one state of being to another and that can be either matter reacting through natural processes or people through aging and dying and so kind of like kind of like soul. the embodiment of the death arcana from the tarot Yes. Yeah, a bit much. of change. Okay. Yeah. Um, and Mastigos? And Mastigos are more about embracing or dealing with your inner demons. Okay. I would say. They, uh, they're about challenging themselves and also, ex and also radically accepting themselves for who they are. Okay, so the Mastigos deals with a lot of self, and uh, if now whereas the Morose they wake up, uh, they 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 they're tied to the symbolic realm of Stygia. Yep. Uh, the Mastigos are tied to Pandemonium, which is nightmare and and hell. And yep. so there's a lot of like demonic themes and and cool dark witchery afoot. Uh, it's almost like we took the. Uh, the the realm of the dead and the realm of demons and went, hey, that sounds like a Lovecraft game, like. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. All right. Uh, and as a ma uh, what which arcana are you using? Um, the arcana that I have chosen are mind, forces, and space. So mind is about uh, like anything mental, perceptions, thoughts, feelings, dreams, all of that. Memories, uh, language, yeah. Yep. Uh, and then there's uh, forces is anything that is energy, not to be confused with matter, even though scientifically matter and energy are just different forms of each other. Pretty much. Um, and then you have space, which is literally distance, connection, the space things occupy. Yeah, but not only that, but also the metaphysical distance between things. Like, like uh, emotionally. Like, emotional distance is a thing space deals with, for instance. Because that makes sense. Okay. Um, so, that's the arcana that you've got. That's your, your name and shadow name. Your path. Uh, which order are you a part of? I am one of the free council. So, uh, we didn't go into heavy detail. The Guardians of the Veil, which is the order that your cabal mate here is going to be in, uh, they yes. guard the veil. Uh, the veil being that, you know, the mystery of our existence as mages. And there's a whole complicated world of stuff. Uh, and they're getting a horribly biased view of it if you actually follow through chapter one and you go through the actual gameplay because you'll hear it. You'll hear the Guardians of the Veil explained by the Guardians of the Veil. In turn, you will also hear about the Free Council through the eyes of the Free Council. But yeah. if you were going to sum up the Free Council in one simple sentence, what are they? Oh, they are libertines. <laughs> they, are the, they are the progressive, modern thinkers. Yes. Although... Uh... In some ways, they're not more progressive, any more progressive than other mages, you know. Right. 
Which is a subject to get or, into when we do our when we do our chapter zero about the free council. Yeah. Um, but the point is, you're part of you're part of like the huge conglomerate of of varying different uh, initiatives and concerns that sums up the yeah, faction that would describe itself a, as the most. It's a nearly anarchaic mess of different political beliefs, which manages to exist somehow under a loose umbrella of quote unquote democracy <laughs> right uh, okay so uh what else is humanity on the is magical bitch humanity is magical bitch all right uh and then next up i want to know about your you know the free council really ought to come up with a catchphrase like uh, well you know how you know how when people are really gung-ho about the united states they say america america like the free council i think needs something like that us like <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh what merits do you have in your sheet we'll go over what they right. what they are loosely speaking one at a time the free council has a specialty merit called techne which allows them to use um human occult symbolism or cultures to the traditions get to drive their magic right well, it might be the traditions, but in his case, it's occult conspiracy nuts. Okay. That he calls on to, like, do magic with him. So so you can call, this this merit lets you call them. on occult conspiracy theories to work them into your magical practice. Yeah. Okay. Well, like, for instance, I could develop an occult conspiracy theory of why such and such a thing is happening, and okay. that could be used to power magic. Or, or I could call up somebody who's an occult conspiracy theorist expert and be like, what do you think about this phenomena while casting a spell? Okay. Okay. Things like that. Uh, his next merit is he has a familiar. It's a cat Goetia. Okay. So I'm going to want you to explain what the hell a Goetia is. All right. So there are three types of beings, which are typically pressed into service as familiars. You have spirits, which are, anima of objects that or emotions or other things that can be reflected into the shadow you have ghosts that one's pretty straightforward i think everyone knows what a ghost is a goetia is um a mental construct that has been formed from either one person's mind or a collective consciousness like a like a like a like a thought or an idea given independent yes. sentience Yes, okay. and and those typically reside in the astral, which is got a whole bunch of a layers. Whole bunch. We'll talk about we'll talk about the talk about We'll talk about the realms later. Uh, Although, on the note of the familiar, you still haven't given me a name, and you still haven't told me what our working relationship is like. <laughs> that is totally true, and I will not edit that out. I promise. Um. <laughs> Uh, he has a dot in fame because he is a regional celebrity okay. with his radio with his radio show. Yep. On the subject of that radio show, what is his radio show? Oh, do you mean like a title? Not just like what is his radio show about? Like what kind of a radio show is it? Have you ever listened to Coast to Coast? No. Okay, Coast to Coast is a show that has been going on for a really long time. And that we are now fully advertising. Yeah, it started out as a <laughs> yeah. Well, it it started out as kind of um, 
I don't know exactly. It started out as kind of a regular reporting show that just happened to happen late at night. And eventually, over time, kind of took on a lot of, like, new age themes and conspiracy theories. And they have people come on to be interviewed who have, like, I've seen Bigfoot or this is how you can prove that the UFOs are real or that uh, my cancer was healed by angels. Okay. And then during the course of those interviews, they'll also take phone calls okay. from people who also who will basically say things that either are somewhat related. Or arguing. Well, corroborate. Well, typically it's corroborating or completely missing the point of what the interviewee is saying but somehow barely tangentially related because people just want to tell their stories right right so so you're running a radio show where people can call in and tell their weird ass stories exactly okay he has a dot and striking looks turns out not only does he have a face made for radio but he could even have a face made for tv so basically, we're definitely role-playing, is what I'm hearing here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you walked right into that one. Uh, I said I teed you up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right. He has one dot in Mentor, which apparently is to be decided, but probably a Mastigos from the Circle who gave him the familiar. Okay, so yeah, we in that case we have actually picked out that NPC already. We just don't remember doing it. Uh, no, I have it literally in parentheses to be decided, comma probably the master ghost from the circle. <laughs> I wrote that down from you verbatim. Okay, so I decided and didn't remember. Apparently, yeah, I will just go ahead and delete everything except for master ghost from the circle. Right. Yes. No, I know who that is. We did develop them. <laughs> That's uh, Karina. Oh yeah, she has a name. I should put that down. How yeah, do you spell you're, that? you're actually your mentor is a herald. That's right. Uh, Karina was the uh, the uh, Mastigos uh, who stole the succubus soul when she was visited by the succubus. Ah uh, yes. Who is? Uh, oh my gosh, that's my mentor. Yes. Um, <laughs> Morpheus and the succubus teeming up, wet dreams everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's a swimming pool of dreams. Yeah. If you're looking for more about this podcast or more about Matt or more or me or any of this nonsense, you like Lovecraft, you like Made the Awakening, follow me on Twitter.com slash EvilSqueegee and follow Matt at Twitter.com slash MRMDubois. Yes. For more forbidden lore and behind-the-scenes content, keep your eyes peeled for more Chapter Zero. If you were hoping to feast upon the maddening tale of magic and mystery, turn to Chapter One, if you dare.